everybody, Coach John Daly here back again. Today's date is May 6, 2020. It is a Wednesday. It's a super Wednesday here because I am sitting in the home office uh, of the living room, sun beating in. I got my Central Michigan jersey on. Uh, our staff, we had our virtual um, spirit week for our staff at our high school, and today was college day. So I had to get a picture. I got a picture of my uh, Central Michigan jersey with the number 89 on it. <laughs> representing the year that graduated from uh, from that fine institution. Uh, I got some special people here with me today, and, and we're going to talk about um, something I think it's really powerful uh, about what's going on currently uh, for all of us around the world. This isn't just a, a local thing, um, but Jeff Lip is in the house. Dr. Lip is here to join us from sunny Warren, Michigan, I believe. We also have Trisha Miller in the house from down in Texas. It looks sunny down there. And the sun is beaming all over Denise Kovac from Toronto area over in Canada. We have a new new country with us here today. So how are you guys doing? Uh, Trisha, I'll start with you. Since you logged in first and we started chatting, how are you and how's everything going down in Texas? Well, you're right, John. A lot of sunshine here. Um, I'm doing well. I, I just... <laughs> it's interesting. Um, that's a loaded question. Is like when you ask people, how are they doing? Right. You know, it depends on the day, right? Yes. Um, but as far as me, my family, I've got two young boys. Um, very grateful that we get to spend time here. But, you know, there's also, it's bittersweet with um, all that is going on with COVID 19 and the stories and, you know, the, the uncertainty. Um, I go day by day, John, and today the sun is shining. There were blue angels, like I said, uh, the, the blue angels, they were flying over our city today um, in honor of our health care workers, our frontline health care workers. So I'm feeling good today. That's awesome. That had to be inspirational seeing that. Oh, yeah. It created that sense of solidarity, you know, just being proud. Yes. And, you know, that, that, that's, it was posted all over the city. So that's, that was awesome. That's fantastic to hear. Dr. Lip, you've been working your tail off in and out of the office all these days. How's it going for you, my friend? I'm doing well, my friend. It is a true honor to sit in this Zoom call meeting with everybody here. I mean, it's just so good to see everyone so healthy right now, especially with everything going on. Everything is going fantastic to a certain extent. This is my sixth <laughs> Zoom call. So... Uh, <laughs> fired up about this, but if I want to spend my six Zoom call with anybody, it would definitely be you three awesome people. So, again, very blessed to kind of be spending some time. I know you've been doing some good, diligent work here trying to put all this together for all three of us. So, that's awesome. Missing Jeremy Todd. Wish he could join us, too. Absolutely. If we had Jeremy Todd on here, I think this podcast would be a four-hour podcast, and I'm not <laughs> down with four hours of a podcast, but so pumped to be kind of be talking with all you guys. Yeah, big shout out to Jeremy. He's uh, got a lot going on, and he will probably get together with us at some point in time in the future. Denise, the newbie, glad to have you. Glad to see you. You know, we've, we've communicated through email. I've heard you on Jeff's shows. You've done a great job, and I just love the ideas that are formulating in your head, and, and you're actually doing some great stuff. You just got out of another meeting. I hope that went well. But uh, how are you doing today, and thanks for joining us. Thanks. Uh, I am... Um Super, super honored to be here, uh, you know, talking to all of you and meeting Trisha finally after hearing her on pod. Um, I'm doing really, really well. I mean, the, the opportunities that have presented me during this time have, I've been very fortunate. Uh, I mean, there are some struggles, uh, you know, I've got an elderly mom taking mm. care of, you know, going out, making sure she's all right. Um, but uh, it's the, as, as Trisha mentioned, the solidarity that we see in our community is absolutely amazing. And it's really heartening to see that. So, yeah, so that's doing well up here in Canada, John. That's cool. That's got, you got a lot to, to hang your hat on and to help prop you up. And, and you got a lot of people there behind you. That's great. That's good to hear. Um, so the whole reason I reached out to you guys probably a week or so ago was um, this thing that I found from Gary V. And he, I get texts from him, and he sends out some great stuff. And there was a simple picture that was on his phone, and it says, now's the time to learn stuff and do stuff. He said something else other than stuff, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get the gist there. But his, his whole premise was, you know, yeah, we have a lot of uh, negative uh, stuff going on, a lot of worry, a lot of anxiety, uh, a lot of pressure, uh, whether it's people losing their jobs, um, people having trouble keeping 
uh, food in the house, um, their family's health, you know, uh, like Denise said, you know, elderly uh, parent, you know, we, we have my father-in-law in a, a group home for dementia. We haven't seen him since March 12th, March 13th, you know, and uh, there's a lot of worry there, but we have time. And even for our frontline workers who are working their butts off in hospitals, at the fire stations, at the police departments and, and so forth and so on, um, there's still a, there's still more time throughout the day because we're not busy doing other things. And that's one thing my wife said that very first week and all this stuff happened. We've been almost given the gift of time. You know, calendar items have, have shifted, have, have kind of moved off, disappeared, postponed, whatever you want to say. And I've, t- I've taken it upon myself to try and come out of this better than I was before, whether it's reading books, listening to podcasts, working on skills that I quite frankly didn't have the time to learn before. So I've signed up for some workshops. Uh, I'm picking up some new YouTube videos of, like Sam Crowley says, everything's figure outable. And so I'm trying to spend the time that I have, not working with school stuff, but to come out of this better and to get reinvigorated and to get fired up. I'm wondering what you guys are doing with the time, even though it's not a lot maybe, but do you feel the same about trying to come out of this better? Um, Not playing the victim, not taking steps backward in your lives. And I, I'd just be interested to hear uh, what your thoughts on, what, your, what are some of the stuff that you've been doing? Trisha, let's start with you. Wow, John. Uh, the last time I think I talked to y'all, you and Jeff, it was about a couple when this all started, right? And since that time, there's been lots of time of reflection. Look, what was my life before? Hmm. What was I doing? And realizing I was super busy, super overcommitted. And where was I spending time? And you know, as, as things slowly start opening up back in Texas, I don't want to return to some of the things that I was doing before. You know, I don't want to be busy, you know, as much. I, I do like the family dinners together. Yes. So for me, I see this as a great shift, you know, uh, in, in, in creating just the life that is uh, more enriching, more connected, more purposeful. Mm. Um, and so, uh, you know, I've, I've had to evaluate how my work is going to look <laughs> since now I, I'm a therapist in Houston. And so I do, we're doing telehealth sessions that nice. shifted, you know, that shifted a little bit. Um, you know, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm kind of dumbfounded sometimes like, why was I so busy? Mm. Did I keep myself distracted for a reason, you know? And when you're sitting still in this quarantine, you sit with those emotions, right? It's like, oh, I don't have anything to distract myself with, all the projects. Yes. And I think once that was over, the grieving and like my life is, and I think there's a renewal that happens in a, uh, you know, you're repurposing yourself and you want to come out stronger and more focused or more intentional on your life. Mm. And for me, that's what it is. Like I want, I, I, you know, I used to go out to eat a lot, for example, and, and spend a lot of money. And now I don't even want to go to a restaurant, a bank account. You know, it's just like I, I kind of like the, the, the intimacy right now with the family yes. and, and the, the people who I choose to Zoom, you know, and the people that have stepped up in my life who are really the people I want to be with, you know. So, I mean, I, there's a lot, there's probably all, I just splurted that out. But no, I love know, it. I think it's just um, kind, of, kind of honing in on, on the most the important things in life. Mm. I love that. That repurpose, that reflection time is so powerful. And you're right. You know, we haven't been going out much. Uh, we get carryouts a couple times, and but we're certainly spending less. And there's nothing wrong with that yeah, as, I, as far as our home budget. Our society is geared towards distracting. What can mm. we distract ourselves with, right? Yes. And so there is a, um, you know, a space here that we can look inward, you know, and and grow. Yes. You know, that's my take. Love that. Love that. Jeff, what is your take on this, Mr. Man in the Mirror himself? Well, again, I think this time is a true blessing, honestly. It's been great just kind of like taking that R&R time for myself, truthfully. You know, I listened to one of your podcasts, John. You talked about hard work, right? Hard work was defined as intentionally leaving your comfort zone with a purpose. So I feel that many times I've been doing a lot of hard work. And this is hard work for some people right now that are, have to adjust to a new routine. So during this time, you know, you're, depending on what you want to do, you want to spend some time to kind of like rest. And for me, I physically have just been trying to get my strength back because obviously you've been on a go for so long. This kind of makes you stop, use that silence, and then kind of really reflect upon where you are and where you want to be in your life. 
Yeah. So for me, one of the things I, I'm just going to make mention of this, I, it's a, it's a vice of mine, is that I enjoy TV too often. I do enjoy TV way too much, and I know a lot of people are watching TV more frequently now. But for me, I took the last like literally like last month, and I caught up on all the Marvel movies. And so for me, watching all the Marvel movies were so important. And this time, rewatching some of the Marvel movies, what really made me do was I got you know I'm all about mental health, right? So yep. I really started looking at each Marvel movie character to a certain extent and seeing what they're struggling with their mental health. And really I taken that idea and kind of talked about that in the upcoming podcast I'll have next week. And when I roll that out about, you know, basically how one character's mental health, you really don't catch it because you're looking at entertainment value of it. But what's interesting is that they are struggling with the emotionality and the relationships they have mm. in general. And so really if I take anything from this is that again, it's just developing new content, but then using that content, you know, while well, a time of relaxation to a certain extent, are really kind of like reflecting and still growing myself as an individual. So again, I'm on this personal journey of conquering these mental health issues that exist in the world, but using that time to also reflect and understand that, hey, it's okay to watch a little bit of TV. It's okay to not always be in this hard work that we're in right now, but also to make sure that you're constantly just checking in yourself mentally. I think that's the most important thing. So, I love that. Yeah. That's Have you... Have you been getting more sleep, Jeff? Yeah, but that's also a problem because it's jacking my routine up. And, and I tell you, it's terrible. Like, my, like I said this before, I think my dog really hates me right now. I've taken her for more walks than she can ever imagine. And she's developing this phantom limp where she doesn't want to walk anymore right now. She's using that. And she's like, you know, Jeff, I don't think I want to go for a walk anymore, Dad. So I'm like, all right, all right well, I guess we're not going for a walk today. So... <laughs> that's kind of a negative drawback but in reality yeah sleep is more consistent but again it's it's the routine it's it's jacking my routine up and i'm a person of routine but basically you know i i i am understanding that life is not about work right now especially around this time life is all about really kind of using that time to kind of figure out where you need to like heal for a little bit and then once that time is healed you then still got to be productive you got to do something within your day and so for me, again, I use that little bit of R&R &R to watch the movies, reflect on that, and probably use that content to develop the pods. So. That's awesome. So there's a lot of pluses there for you. And I'm glad you're getting a little more sleep because I know I am. And it's, it's making a, kind of a big difference. Even a little extra half hour to an hour, uh, it's making a difference with me. Denise, what are some of the things you've been through? You've mentioned some of them in our messages uh, back and forth. You've, you've had kind of a lot going on. Um, and at the same time, I'm wondering, are there things that you've been able to see differently, make some changes and some things that you plan on getting stuff done? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, I have to, to comment on, uh, Trisha. I get what you're saying completely about looking at your, your life before and being way overcommitted and actually, you know, reflection, reflecting on, on why we're we doing that and are we distracting ourselves because I look back on my previous call it my previous life right absolutely yeah yeah the pre-covid life right yeah. pre-social distancing I call it pre yes. and I, I have to applaud Jeff in in figuring out how to work and relax at the same time I love that that is that's that's really good in the I'm really interested in hearing your pods about the the Marvel characters um Myself, what have I been? What have I been up to? Um, it's you know the first month was really difficult uh, initially because it was incredibly busy. I didn't have routines down pat. Uh, second month, uh, working from home, I decided that's it. I need to get routines back in place, set up new routines, um, and replace things. Like normally at this time of the year, I would be starting kayaking, right, mm -hmm. and a lot of my new sports and things like that, and I can't do it. Okay, what am I going to replace it with? So I decided, well, you know, there's a, an online yoga studio uh, with a, a yoga instructor that I know. So I do yoga four times a week now. So uh, <laughs> just, just, nice. just, yeah, just doing different things. The other thing that I, it's really kind of uh, building on what Trisha was talking about, choosing the individuals to, you know, have reached out and wanting to, to build them into, I call it my tribe. Mm. Um, I've really focused a lot on building relationships. Uh, I am on, you know, I'm on Zoom calls for work, 
uh, throughout the entire day, but most evenings, whether it be uh, sitting and chatting with, you know, a, a couple who's a friend of mine and their two kids or, you know, talking on the phone with, with uh, relatives, really it's focused on relationship building and reaching out at this mm. point in time. Uh, still struggling with the self-care and getting enough sleep. So that's next on the agenda. <laughs> that is my specialty, Denise, actually, in the practice. <laughs> All right. Think self-care. Actually, okay. yeah. we got to talk. a series, actually, on YouTube pretty soon. You? A self-care series on YouTube. You're going to put one out? Yes. That's, okay. That's the next project. So Please send me a link. <laughs> I will be the first to watch it because I need it. Love I even that. attended wellness sessions this, the, the, over the last month. And uh, that's, that's one of the goals. That's where I realized one of the issues was. That is so cool. In fact, anybody listening to this, you're going to have to check back into Tricia. In fact, in the show notes and everything, I'll make sure I put their contact information in there uh, because that sounds like a gem of an idea that we all probably need uh, bits and pieces there. So that's awesome. Oh, I love that. That's great stuff. Um, so now the four of us, right, we are comfortable right now, right? The roof is over our head. I just made something to eat before uh, I came on with you guys. Okay. Uh, I got some water. I got my coffee here. Not tremendously, you know, in a painful situation right now. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are in um, pain and worry, whether they, they don't have a place to stay. Um, they have family problems. They got money problems. Uh, they don't have enough food. Okay. And the list can go on and on from there. What are your thoughts? Since I do see you guys as experts uh, with people in, in all different fields, what are some of your thoughts on what can some of those people that say, yeah, you know, John, that's easy for you or Dr. Lip, that dude's got everything going for him. I can't, I can't do what he's doing. What, what are some of your thoughts of, for people that can just pick one or two things to maybe have that mind shift change for them to start uh, seeing some more positive results in their life throughout this pandemic and this big worrisome moment that we have in history right now? Trish, we'll start with you again. Well, um, you know, in my work with clients and most of my clients see me for anxiety. And so they've been working um, for a while on um, things that are scary or panic attacks, you know, having, or maybe they're uh, high performing people that don't like to fail and they don't like uncertainty. And so when this happened, um, most of them said, I can't listen to the news anymore. Mm, yeah. So one little small thing is, what are you putting in your mind that we don't even know is like, you know, and feeding our brain is limiting the news, you know, and turning on more positive channels, you know, whether it's that one person that's, you know, you need a coach of that positive person. Um, you know, I think that's one step where you can, where you can, that, that you're, that has, you have control over is um, limiting the news. And I, I talked to John and Jeff about this couple um, months ago. We've always talked about it. It's that theme of gratitude. So in this time we need anchors right anchors that like hold us like to ourselves into the like the day by day and if i always say if you can think of one thing whether it's you know you have technology or if you had something to eat or you talk to so and so just one thing that can shift your mindset mm. all right from this is this sucks i don't know when was the next time i'm going to go to so and so's place or um when are they going to find the vaccine there's so many things that can um, bring worry and bring and breed anxiety and bring fear but you think about one thing at that moment it's not as bad mm. all right so it it it, it lessens um the intensity of war of fear so I, I think gratitude is also a process you have to learn, you know, but I think more than anything, you go day by day, you know, I'm grateful for the sunshine that's here today. I think all of us have sunshine, right? Yep. I'm grateful for connecting with people. Connection is so important. And what I see, John, right now is people feel a sense of isolation, yes. right? If you just think of one person or maybe it's right, one letter, one text, that can make a difference. Absolutely. I love that. In fact, there's been so many times that very first day, uh, when we, when we were told that we were done with school, and was, at that time it was just gonna be for a few weeks, but then it became the rest of the year. I just remember really sitting there on the computer that first morning, just missing my students and missing my coworkers, like tremendously. And I've had a few moments of, of anxiety, of feeling uh, overwhelmed. Um, and I've tried, I remembered what you said, and I just wrote it down again about that gratitude being that anchor. And I, I have hung my head on that so many times, and I had to refocus in on that. And that helped calm me down and help 
you know, little chest pain that I started having, you know, disappear, you know, because that's what happens when I do get stressed and when I do get overwhelmed. So that, that's just a brilliant thing is to find those one or two little things to put that gratitude hat on. And uh, that's powerful stuff. I love that because I just did it. I mean, that was, I needed that too. That was good. Dr. Lip, my friend, you've been still working, right? And you've still been meeting with people and everything. You've probably seen a lot of this too. So what, what are some of your thoughts that people can uh, figure out one or two things to do? Well, it's very simple. I want to keep things very simple because, you know, there's a lot of things going on that we don't experience, especially if you're going through COVID right now, you know, I mean, I mean, to put myself in someone's shoes right now to go through COVID, that's really, it's a tough situation. But in general, no matter what you're in, the, the easiest thing that you can control is asking for help, truly. Mm. So it doesn't really matter, you know, what you're going through or how everything's are going. There's always an expert out there that exists that you can go ask for help. You know, I, I can honestly look at all three of you guys right now in the Zoom call, and at the drop of a dime, I can call you or whatever the case may be. You guys will be there to help me, you know. And so I think that that's the most important thing. It's because people have a tough time asking for help. You know, it really is this perception that, I can try to figure some things out, but in this uncertainty that we're going through, especially if you're going through COVID-19, you don't know what to expect. Mm. And so you rely on people that have some knowledge base that have been through a process and you try to look for help. That's really what it comes down to. So in situations like this, the easiest thing to do is that, you know, if there's something that you don't know, find somebody, reach out to somebody, call somebody, you know, just get connected with someone that can help you. And that's all really what it comes down to. Again, I think that's the most important piece. I, I think gratefulness is obviously very, very important. Don't get me wrong, because obviously being grateful for what you have does lower down the anxiety. But again, I think just the simple formula of just asking for help, finding someone that you trust, and then moving forward with that discussion opens up many doors. Love that. Love that. That's, that just puts the value on having good people in your life. And um, I think, like you, all three of you have mentioned before, the reflection on, hey, we get to choose who we are reaching out to, hanging out with, communicating with, and, you know, like Denise said, you know, choosing the people that you want in your tribe. And, and we do have a say in that. I do like that control of asking for help that we, we can choose that. We can choose gratitude. Okay. I love that. Denise, you got some thoughts on, uh, cause you brought up this, this great other side of the coin. You know, what, what about these people that uh, may not have the foundation that we have about what, what can they do? And, uh, so I know you have some thoughts because you mentioned some already in, in our messaging before. Yeah, uh, thanks, John. And, and I mean, I take a perspective uh, that I've, I've heard this from a lot of either my coworkers or the employees and managers that I support uh, at work um, with the fact that, I mean, they're saying, okay, well, your you know, positivity and gratitude is great. And Trisha, I support that, by the way. Believe me, I'm, I'm a big advocate of that. But, you know, I'm you know, and I want to get better at things, but I'm at home dealing with, you know, four kids climbing on me while I'm trying to have a conference call at work. My husband just lost their job or my husband isn't, you know, my, my husband is a nurse at the hospital and, and, you know, someone on their floor just came, was uh, diagnosed with COVID. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm barely, people will say I'm barely hanging on Denise. How, how am I supposed to work on getting better? Everybody says, how am I supposed to work on getting better? You know, looking at it from the perspective of kind of meshing in with what Trisha and, and Jeff talked about in, um, you know, right now, with the amount of uncertainty that we're dealing with, people feel an insurmountable lack of control. But in actuality, uh, something we have the greatest control over is, and it, it sounds really simple, but is how are we dealing with this? Mm. And you, you've got all these, what seems like these insurmountable, insurmountable challenges in front of you. But if you can look at, you know, small things, what are small things that you can do, whether it be something from the gratitude or reaching out, you know, to talk to a friend or to a professional, um, just even for half an hour. Um, these are things that you have control. I'm, I'm a big advocate when you look at things, when, when things seem to seem, um, just overwhelming you know you've got there are three sorts of business in the world the way i look at it there's my business other people's business and the world's business <sighs> and if i'm focusing on the world's business and i'm focusing on other people's business then i'm not focusing on my own business and and, and i can't claim um i can't claim authorship to that uh in one of the uh, 
multitude of podcasts and books that I've been through that I've read it there or heard it there. Um, but really, you know, looking at focusing on what small things can you control? Um, and the other element is, is looking at helping other people. Mm. Um, like in, in some circumstances, somebody might, you know, uh, uh, throw a throw a rock at me for saying that because they're so busy as it is. But even if it's something as simple as adding your neighbor's items to your grocery list when you're going to go, right? Something to that effect. Um, and I, I'm going to just a little bit. Um, I just uh, continue on something Trisha was talking about. Was Trisha and Jeff around anchors? Yeah. Um, anchors are really really important. But I also would take it in this one one step further. And that's something that I do actually. This is my anchor right here. It's just, all it is is a flower ring, right? That's all it is. And this reminds me to try to take care of myself and reminds me of the positivity. And, and in, in this day and age, uh, when it's really hard to remember those things, sometimes just something as simple as the act of putting that on in the morning and taking it off at night uh, is a reminder. So these are some small things that you know, understanding it's, it's absolutely overwhelming. Not everybody can take courses or write books, but small things. Yeah. Love that. And one of my big anchors uh, besides gratitude has been music, um, you know, putting on, you know, the eighties channel, which, you know, kids laugh at me, my kids laugh at me. Um, but I, I just love that music. And so there's been time of me getting schoolwork done and I'll put the TV on, you know, I've watched, um, you know, some of the 1984 Detroit Tigers, the world series, you know, but unfortunately, um, we did move past Toronto that year, uh, although they gave us a good run it for a while there, Denise. Um, but old sports and stuff, I, I just love watching and remembering the time that I was there watching, went to World Series game, uh, the Red Wings, the Pistons, the championships and stuff. But I'm like, yeah, I get too, too distracted. We were talking about that before, Trish. Let me put some music on. I can do, I can focus in on with music going on in the background. And to me, it, that's another thing that has calmed me right down. Uh, to where I don't need expensive, you know, courses and, and other things to, to help me out with that. So music's been a big thing with, with that. Uh, before we shift gears, any other follow-up on what anybody else was saying on there? Because I love how you guys are piggybacking uh, on each other. I do want to share that, you know, um, you know, Denise, when you said that people are, feel so overwhelmed, you know, assure people that it's okay how they feel. Yes. You know, that it's yes. completely okay. You know, John, you mentioned people were going through stuff before this. And you layer this, the COVID-19 mm -hmm. on whatever that was going, they were going through um, and they're um, struggling. So it's completely okay if you're barely surviving, you know, completely yeah. okay if you're angry or people are at different stages. Some people are kind of moving on. I'm ready to go out to the restaurant. Some people are still, you know, grieving their, I mean, we're all over the place and it's okay. Yep. You know? Yeah. Love yeah. that. I agree. I agree with Trisha with you completely. I mean, that brings me into the importance of, compassion for yourself yeah. but compassion for others you know and uh, i'll also bring in you know john what you're talking about music something that's important is laughter mm. right try to find something you know whether it be dancing around the living room just try to find <laughs> something some laughter in the day because laughter is free right? absolutely so, yeah hey, that works that lifts the mood right there Jeff, any follow-up thoughts there, my yes, friend? I definitely want to say something. And I've been saying this ever since Denise got on my podcast. I quote this all the time. She gave that basket analogy when her and I did this whole podcast. And the basket analogy is that, again, I'm going to butcher this because Denise did it so much better than I did. <laughs> but basically, if everyone sat in a circle and you were able to put in the basket of all the problems that you had and you took yes. a look at each other's baskets, you would honestly probably just keep your own basket. Because you realize that your problems are like probably minimal compared to some other people things that people are going through, you know? So again, I, I know I kind of butchered that, but in general, like I use that all the time because I think that's so important when you think about, you know, where you stand with your problems and what you're going through. And then in addition to that, everyone's saying the same thing. Life is truly about relationships. So what really took this, this whole thing it really impacted was the isolation that people feel sometimes. You know, one thing that I truly learned from this especially working in a school setting, is how important it is to have those relationships and see those people, right? Mm. Even though you do these Zoom calls, you, you know, you connect via social media, whatever the case may be, it has no comparison compared to like actually meeting people, you know, saying hi, you know, basically greeting each other. You know, it completely changed the whole perspective of why, no matter what it is, education and people and relationships are the number one most important thing. 
Absolutely. So, I mean, really, everything we do about this is relationships. And again, I got to give kudos to Denise. She started that group about the difference makers, and we added Trisha to this, you know? Again, that little bit of connection just means everything because you're investing the time and energy in keeping those relationships meaningful. Because right now, these are the times when you fight hard, hard to keep those relationships in your life, truly. So, I mean, again, um, I think I'm a better person hanging around with good people like you guys. So yeah. I, can al- I can already tell that I want to hang out with Denise more. I, Absolutely. I, I like her vibe. I, I love the way that she's very calming and just, you know, on point. I love it. Yeah, great stuff. This is this is good stuff. Um, yeah, we're talking about, uh, I figured out that education, we're learning a lot of new ways of doing things, but we cannot replace the face-to-face contact, especially K-12. Um, there, there are so many people, and even a lot of the college students I've been um, kind of seeing things online about, they miss the face-to-face. They, do, they don't like this. This is the only way they can learn right now is, is online. And they are really upset, and there's a lot of colleges worried. There won't be a lot of students. There'll be less students coming back in the fall if they're going to do all online right, to, right. to start the year off. And, and I get it because you cannot replace the human interaction, face-to-face contact, asking questions, shaking hands, giving hugs, giving high fives. That technology is wonderful, and I, and I see new uses of it. This is the most Zoom I've ever been doing over these last few weeks. Uh, we've had Zoom uh, virtual happy hours. With, with our friends, my wife's good friend, Heather, and her husband, Jim, in Chicago. And we've had some great conversations, right? And some great beverages, too. But it doesn't replace getting together with those people and, and the laughter and the tears that we, that we can share together. Um, so I love that. Um, real quick, I want to shift gears as we start wrapping things up here. My wife, God bless her, um, brought home yesterday, two days ago, something from work where instead of asking, you know, the old adage of, how are you? There's all these different questions that they put out to you know, the people at Comerica that you can just take it a little step further and ask some different questions to people. So I want to throw a couple out at you guys and get your thoughts on this, okay? Uh, so what, what's been going on, and you've had some time maybe to do some different things, what's a story from a book, movie, article, or conversation that you've been gripped by recently, and what did it capture in you? What did it make you feel think, do, something different. Jeff, I see you chuckling, so I'm going to have you go first, my friend. I was chuckling because I'm not prepared for that. That's overwhelming. <laughs> question. Like, that is like, do we get points for this? Right okay? <laughs> so only John Daly would ask a question like that, and he totally catch me off guard. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go into this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. My book reading over the last few days has been kind of tapered, okay? Yep. Uh, I'm really focusing on, again, I'm watching TV. Not a healthy thing to do. But honestly, I enjoy the TV right now. It's feeding to my addiction of TV to a certain extent, which is terrible to admit on this podcast. But You're fine, buddy. In, in general, one of the most emotional things that I've been doing, and I honestly kind of delayed a watching this series, is I've been watching the TV series, This Is Us. Mm. And, uh, my I wife loves that. Watched it. it is... It is too emotional. I mean, it is really, really emotional. But I knew that this would be the best time to do it because if you if you caught anything about that series, it's about this family that loses a child. And I'm sorry about giving anything away, but I mean, I got to talk about it. It's really good. It's the series that is about this family. They have triplets, but one of the triplets unfortunately doesn't make it to birth, and basically it passes. But then this other child gets adopted into this family. And basically becomes part of the family but the child is of a different ethnic uh, diversity compared to the whole family as a whole and so they talk about the trials and tribulations they face as a family but really what's moved me about this whole series is that it's truly emotional it, it, life is again about these relationships that you experience and the ups and downs as a family no there is zero perfection that exists in this world like there's nothing that's perfect except obviously the person that you're made of uh, but in general the, the people that you interact with on a daily basis, not every relationship is perfect. But what you find out from these series and what I found out again about life is that you fight for the ones that you want to be in your life. Mm. And, you know, for family, sometimes you don't sign up for the family that you have. But I mean, last night, and this becomes all of 360 like story here is that I got on a zoom call for my nephew's sixth birthday and it broke my heart not being there with him. But it was everything to see how excited he was to be on a Zoom call with not only his uncle in the other side of Michigan, 
but his uncle from all the other states of California, you know? So, I mean, the, these things makes it impactful, makes it everything, you know? So, again, that's what moved me. That's lately what I thought of first thing. I mean, I'm not reading anything that of extent knowledge that I really want to reflect on. But, again, using my vices of watching TV really reflecting on uh, how impactful every relationship is and how emotionally I'm attached to just, just seeing it live on TV. You know, I mm-hmm. think, again, I, I, I talk to people all the time and I'm like, oh, I read this. They're like, yeah, I don't read. I'm like, all right, well, you watch this, you know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes when I'm dealing with clients too, that's really what they talk about. They may not read all the time. They might not listen to a podcast all the time, but they do watch TV. And, and it's interesting to find different avenues to connect with them at that level and to build that relationship and rapport with them because there are meaningful things through television that I find impactful. That's awesome. I'll have to get a hold of somebody from the Nielsen ratings, Jeff, and get them connected with you. <laughs> huge points, huge points for the, the Jeff Lip household TV watching uh, going on here. Denise, how about you? We'll shift gears a little bit and go to you. Uh, something impactful watching, reading, listening to. Um, I, I, Jeff, the same as you, my reading has gone downhill. I uh, have been reading or I've been watching, but more documentaries. But the story that I'll give is related to, um, the youth group that I work with. I work with mm. their cadets. They're uh, a, a youth group uh, for the K to 12, uh, or not K to 12, geez, sorry, 12 to 18 year olds um, in Canada. And we're, we're trying to stay connected with those kids right now. Our training has been ended for the entire year. A lot of these kids have lost summer camps, things that they've worked towards. And so we're, we have Zoom calls uh, with them every week. Um, and the first Zoom call that we had with them, just the you know, the, the isolation that some of these kids felt, you know, we, you know, I, I tend to think these kids are, they're locked into their phones, right? And, you know, oh, these kids should be, I, I thought these kids should be fine. This is the way they connect with each other. John, that's not the case. They mm-hmm. are really feeling isolated. Wow. And, um, it's, I'm, I'm really hoping and what I'm trying to maybe instill in them, uh, you know, throughout these calls that we continue to have with them is the importance of the face-to-face time and the importance Mm. of the in-person relationship so that maybe just maybe when we come out of this they won't be so connected in with their phone and I mean and I'm speaking that as someone who had to learn that lesson herself right I was so glued back in the Blackberry days to my Blackberry so I can speak to it you know from from a a, you know an authentic perspective right so yeah so that's a huge topic right then there of itself, man. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. That's something that definitely needs. In fact, I, I know we're going to start the school year off kind of bringing that in to focus uh, to kind of start getting gears going again, because it is a, a big shift and it happened quick. The stopping of life yep. happened quick. It's not going to come back on that fast. That that's a huge point there. Trisha, I'm sure you probably have three new ideas now since these two just <laughs> talked. Well, you know what? I'm going to do the loop around. You know, don't you love those loop arounds? Um, Jeff Lip, I caught up with my kids on the Marvel movies last week. <laughs> and I'm going, yes. to mention one movie, I'm going to mention one movie that, wow, this is very psychological. It was, I don't know, Spider-Man Coming Home? Spider-Man or Homecoming? They're and, both really good, right. They yeah. talk about his journey, especially with right. a pseudo-father in Iron Man. Is, is that, yes, with Tony Stark. And so yeah. to me, it was, a, that's a story about believing yourself and that we still have gifts. Like, even though we're all said we still have strengths. And, you know, like sometimes, you know, as professionals, you know, you know, we don't want to move in a way <laughs> when there's an opportunity. We're like, okay, you can be, we can be of help. Like, no, 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 I just want to stay right here. So I guess it spoke to me professionally and personally, this, this um, story about this young boy, he's a teenager and he's Spider-Man, and um, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man, you know, and he's human. He's like, I just want to be a kid, you know, and I think as professional, sometimes I just want to be human. I, I'm a therapist. I wear that hat on, but I want to be human. I want to cry, too. I want to be angry, too, and to me, that was very therapeutic, Jeff, just watching that movie, and I was tearing up because I, I could relate to this kid. It's like, I, I just want to be me. I want to, and I think this experience of COVID is like, we're all human. You know, we can wear different hats, but at the end of the day, and I, I'm, yeah, I was starting education with y'all too. Is like, I'm, I'm human. I, I am capable of these emotions. I don't have to have it all together, right? You know, or be the expert. Sometimes I can, 
you know, break too. <laughs> but um, I think it's just, this is highlighting that we're all human, we have emotions and it's okay to, um, to express that and that we do also have gifts and talents mm. and strengths you know, that we're trying to figure out. And um, anyway, so I just, I really enjoyed that because I had to watch that before I could watch X or I had to watch X, X, Infinity Wars and then Spider-Man to get it. So, um, so I, I had a journey. I was like, this is fascinating, you know, anyways. So I, I, I did that loop around, but yeah, that's, that was a lot of uh, character development right there. Um, you know, about, you know, sometimes, you know, the belief in self and, you know, John, the topic about being resilient is that um, is learning new ways of doing things and learning mm -hmm. about new ways of how we are as people, you know, new ways that we can do things at work, new ways yes. we can do on being a mom, um, new ways of um, being a better person. And so um, I think that's for me, that is like, I, I want to be someone new. I yes. want to be better. And I want to simplify my life. I want to be, I still want to be an excellent mental health professional. I still want to, you know, give that talent to the world. Um, and, and I've been writing more, which I love writing. And mm. so I'm giving my time to, to write and reflect. And um, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. know, it's like mental, you know, fair, you know, educators and Jeff and John and you just, we, we're, we could do so many things, right? You podcast, you teach, you coach, right? There's so many things that you're doing, you know? And I, you know, it's like, we could slow down and we yep. can just be right here. And that's Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, boy, what two quick things on my end um the other night two nights ago i got involved with my high school they had these weekly zoom meetings of course um it's from the athletic department and they were talking to a couple of uh both coaches in different sports um and they were talking about mental health health and um the ability you know because catholic central it's, it's an all-guys school just like jeff went to de la salle all-guys school and the, the one topic that got brought up was emotions and letting out emotions in the one Coach uh, was a father of two sons. Uh, one of them, I'm going to have to see how this happened, but one of them uh, died somehow uh, over the couple years ago, probably. Um, and he talked about the emotion that he had to let loose and feel okay about instead of trying to hold it all in. Um, and and the tying into school and athletics and life and mom and dads and siblings, and it's very powerful. There were students involved. There's coaches. There's faculty members. There's alumni. And uh, I just got a lot out of it. It was very, very eye-opening uh, for that. And then the other thing, I got hooked into Mitch Album's uh, mm -hmm. book. He is releasing a book, um, writing it live, okay, during all this. And he's releasing one chapter a week. Mm -hmm. And the book is The Human Touch. And it is focused in on four families uh, in Michigan who live – in the small town and it's an intersection of a couple streets and the four families, there's one family on each corner. And for years and years, they've been getting together and uh, sharing dinner on Saturdays and um, being part of each other's lives. And then the, the virus happens. Mm. So he's writing it. Um, it's fiction, but he's writing it with a lot of the stuff that's going on right now. And this is the first time he's ever done that where he's written something like this and released it where normally it's months and months of different editors getting a hold of it, chopping it all up, fixing it. And it's just very interesting how he's doing this on a, on a weekly basis. Uh, and it gets, you know, I open it up online and just, you know, take 10 minutes, 15 minutes per chapter. And that's been just tremendous for me. Uh, there was many more to talk about. I know we're running short on time, uh, but one of them, uh, one of the simpler ones, maybe it's simple, uh, I'd like all of your impressions on uh, if there's one thing or it could be more. What's giving you hope right now? What's giving you hope right now? Because of all the, again, not, not watching the news helps, that's for sure. But what are you hopeful for or what is giving you hope right now? Denise, you want to start off with that? Just switch up the order a little bit? Absolutely. Um, really people seeing the value of relationships, mm. whether yeah. it be the relationship that you have with that person who you just see once in the grocery store and you know, you're, you're, or, or, uh, you know, out on the street and you haven't seen them before, just, you know, the, the compassion for those individuals uh, or relationships with the individuals that you're close to um, and, and really focusing on what really is important in life. I'm really hoping that from this, that, as a society, we actually look at, you know, 
what is important in our lives as opposed to uh, really the materialistic things that, yeah. you know, the world was heading toward uh, and the me, me, me uh, type of society. And I'm not blaming millennials for that because all generations <laughs> doing that. Right? Amen, so, Denise. Amen. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's, that's really where I have a lot of, I really have a lot of hope. I love that. I, I too. I also have hope there. That is fantastic. Trisha, how about you? Uh, the immediate thought, John, is uh, I see hope in my children. Um, mm. When we uh, are a family, uh, our faith is very important to us. And we have our anchors are praying like at lunch or thank you for this food or praying at, and, and our bedtime prayers. And hearing my son say, um, Lord, you know, God, let's slow down coronavirus and pray for so-and-so he's in the hospital. Like they remember that. And so for, 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 for me to hear um, children, you know, express their gratitude or their concern for others, mm. um, that gives me a sign of hope. You know, it's, it's comforting yes. that you're not just, oh, thank you for the toy that, that came through Amazon or whatever, <laughs> or whatever right. the book, you know, or I don't have to go to school. Yes. It's that they're, 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 they're thinking about others. I love that. And we, we all know that we can learn so much from kids all the time. They have big hearts. They bounce back. They're resilient. And so to yeah. focus in on that and seeing hope my in children. them, that is fantastic. Yeah. Dr. Lip, my friend, how about you? What are you seeing hope in? So I'm just literally going to steal Denise's and I'm going to steal Trisha's and basically <laughs> like going last, but right. all reality speaking, like what Denise talked about with relationships and the hope that I see in relationships is love honestly. Oh. And the, the uncertainty that we always face, especially with everything going on right now, there's a lot of uncertainty. Love conquers a lot of that uncertainty. Yes. So if you follow the people that love you, if you love on people, I think that means truly everything, honestly. And then so that goes back to what Trisha was saying was faith, honestly. Like, I think my alone time has increased 120% based <laughs> all this that's happening and there's all this quarantine. I've always, you know, I experienced loneliness before in my life. I'm not, I'm quite open about that in my yeah. pocket too. Yeah. So this has not been anything crazy. It's just that like, now I'm literally feeling myself, talking to myself a lot more, you know, <laughs> it, it just happens, you know, but when I'm talking to myself, I'm going to my higher power and kind of focusing that conversation with yeah. him uh, at a lot more deeper level. And it's because things have slowed down so dramatically. I don't feel like I'm rushing a prayer. I don't feel like All I'm right. rushing my conversation with him. And I feel like I have um, a bit more time spending it with me. So again, love and faith are the two things that I think are the most important pieces that gives me hope that tomorrow will be better. Mm. Things will improve, you know, that this whole thing will, once again, will get back to normal to a certain extent. And what we can learn from this is obviously, as you hear everyone keep talking about this, this will happen again, unfortunately. You know, there will be some new virus there will be some new pandemic that will come and kind of like scoop everything up and then everyone embracing it in this manner. But now we've experienced on how to handle it. You know, now we've experienced on how to kind of like deal with it from this point forward. So getting this experiencing, finding, finding hope and optimism in all this is what I see happening. And that starts with love and that starts with faith. Yeah. Love that. I've been hearing that so often with a lot of the podcasts. Uh, John O'Leary's definitely um, and Gary V even mentions about kindness and how it's its its own currency right now. Oh, and he yeah. sees it increasing and there's an increasing need for it too. And those people that can come out of this, and that's what the whole topic of this podcast was, coming out of this, if they can come out kinder, if they can come out with more love, if they can come out with a new reflection and new some, some new things they want to change. And, um, you know, I've seen plenty of posts all over the place about we've got to be careful of wanting to go back to normal. Because there's certain pieces of normal I don't want to go back to, for me personally, right, of the way I was thinking, the way I was doing things, and that's part of uh, fixing ourselves too. Guys, thank you so much. Any, any parting shots here for, uh, for the listeners? And, and I hope we can do this again on someone else's show or on my show again. I love hanging out with you guys. And, and Denise, definitely something in the title of this one about the Difference Makers. I, I love the group name that you assigned. Um, because you guys are making a difference for me and a whole bunch of other people. So I do thank you for that as well. So any parting shots? Uh, so I want to say real quick that, again, John, kudos to you for setting all this up. I mean, thank you. we're all different, different parts of the country, different, you know, time zones to a certain extent. Putting all this together and being patient about that, it's just unbelievable. Um, I also appreciate everyone getting on. I know that time is 
very precious. It's still a gift, you know. And for all of us to get together on a Wednesday afternoon, I, I have to ask myself, today is Wednesday. Yeah, um, exactly. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I think spending the time together to get together. And again, Denise set all this up. You know, Denise basically thought that, you know, you, I, me, Jeremy, Todd, I mean, I'm just going to speak for myself, that we had some knowledge of some things, you know what I'm saying, that you get together and kind of keep motivating each other, especially in these times of motivation and difficulty and moving forward and pushing forward. Uh, it was everything. So again, the people that were willing to do this and stuff, it just helps me. So I, I'm selfishly saying and very thankfully saying thank you for putting all this together. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think that means everything. And I hate to take up airtime talking about that. But in general, <laughs> that means everything truly to me because people care about other people is truly what we need at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Love that. Trisha, any thoughts? Oh, I just, my heart is full of joy right now. I mean, uh, John and Jeff, very sincere, funny, real people, genuine who are trying to do good in this world, and I think we need more of it. Uh, Denise, you know, I got to know you today. That's special to me. Um, I just so thankful, so grateful, and um, you know, I just I hope we will see each other in person. You yeah. Know, one day, I think we need to do that. You know, when when things are, are right. But I, I just feel so honored that y'all thought of me. Thank you so much. Awesome. Denise, thanks for uh, putting us together again, and we'll give you the, the final thought here. Oh, well, this has been absolutely fantastic, you know, and the, the group name, you know, is, is quite apt because everybody here it are, you guys are different makers. And, and you know, I, when, I, when I went through my struggles for those couple of years, you guys made a huge difference in my life. And I'm hoping with through this podcast as well, people realize, you know what, guys, you're not alone. There are all sorts of people out there that are struggling. Look for those supports, those other people, and, and realize we will get through this. We will persevere. Love that. Fantastic. This is going to be one that uh, is going to go down the record books as far as being a classic, I think. Uh, <laughs> seriously, with, with you guys, uh, the, the wealth of knowledge and understanding that you bring, uh, people will definitely be rewinding uh, to listen to Jeff's uh, culmination of these TV shows that in uh, the movies that he's been watching. Uh, it's it's almost like he's become a critic in that aspect to where he, his, uh, he's got a new line of work, I think. Uh, but I, I thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Uh, this is fantastic. It's helped me selfishly, too. It really has. So if you can hang on here, don't disappear yet as I sign off here. Uh, we'll tidy things up here afterwards. All right, you guys, I hope you really enjoyed that. This is going to be one that you want to replay again. Sh please share this too. Uh, I will have the contact information for all of our guests in the show notes that you can reach out, um, send, send them some love and uh, listen to what they're putting out there. Uh, support them any way you can. And uh, again, thank you so much for doing this. Find me over on Facebook as always. Would love to have a discussion about this over on coach to expect success over on Twitter at Coach2Success, over on Instagram at Coach John Daly, and of course, Coach2ExpectSuccess.com. That's how Denise reached out to me way back when, sending me that email. I really appreciate that. Uh, and uh, thank you so much again. You guys keep taking care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See you.